Hey, you guys want to hear a scary story? Hell yeah, I, I do. I, sure, why not? Let's do oh, it. Man, tighten your belt buckles and put in your night guards because Sweet. your teeth are going to be chattering and your pants are probably going to fall off. You're oh, so shit. Scared. Now with this belt. I a, yeah, I have a belt on. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, tell me tight. more. Tight. You better button the top button of your shirts. Otherwise, okay. your shirts are going to blow off because you're so scared. Better double knot your shoes. Yeah, I have to button be, my shirt oh, so always, this bow tie doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, you're gonna be shoes, they always un- untie if I don't double knot them. Yeah, so. double knot them or they're just going to fly off your feet out of fear. Oh, man. These, I know these, these shoes are from UCLA, so they'll never fall off. They, yeah. they work overtime. Well, I hope you also have uh, have your, uh, your shirt, shoes, pants. You guys are going to be so scared. Just you wait. Man, I'm petrified already. Man. Oh, I'm on pins and needles. Music. Welcome to New World Pictures Podcast, where we're going to talk about every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Mark. Listeners know that I just got back from a business trip, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> but I'd also, I'd also like to say, in, in, in as a preview for this episode, I hate customized license plates. <laughs> hate them. <laughs> and Erica... Anybody want some pie? <laughs> yes, but my own pie. I my want my own, own pie. <laughs> my <laughs> slice. Hands off. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes, that's right. We are in the midst of December. And so everybody gets their own slice of pie in December. <laughs> where we're going to talk about the movies, the horror movies. The New World released in this holiday month because that is the way New World Pictures liked it. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a doozy uh, of a movie for you on this one. Um, <laughs> I am so excited for this movie. This movie is bonkers and wonderful. Uh, so, of course, we're talking about 1989's Hellgate. Special effects masters who brought you Hellraiser and Hellbound now bring you Hellgate. There are mysteries we have yet to solve and horrors we have yet to imagine. Where our darkest nightmares join our deepest fears beyond our world. 
lies a forbidden realm. Where does this road go? Hellgate. The realm of the undead. How can you see what you cannot believe? What? How can you kill what cannot die? What? Is this a different movie? Take this, you zombie! I beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, just to get this out of the way. Well, let me, sorry. Let me start again. Uh, 1989's Hellgate brought to you by Beverly's Faceplates. Did a mutated turtle bite you on the cheek? Cover up (laughs) those nasty memories with Beverly's Faceplates. They're the perfect facial accessory that blends naturally to the contours of your face. You've never looked better with Beverly. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> here's the thing, though: if you have metal or any other kind of foreign object attached to your skin, mm-hmm. your skin is going to. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Erica. Uh, your skin is going to work overtime to try and remove that from Mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. It will create boils. It will create anything it can to push the foreign object away. Are you crunching faceplates? Are you crunching or are you crunching skin? (laughs) Wow, this feels like a double crunch. Yes, and yes. Wow. What do you know? Do you bother to Google anything fun? God, yeah, what's your search history like? Man. (laughs) Actually, I don't want to. I think I do know, and I don't want to. Where did we learn this about skin rejecting metal? When did this happen? Uh, Well, first I was trying to figure out, is there a way to mold metal into your skin? But But the temperature in which metal needs to be in order for it to be molten enough to attach to your skin is too high. So you would have to get it at a lower temperature, would wouldn't which wouldn't actually embed it. It would sort of like lightly melt and sit on your skin. Or if you used like a glue, then it would sit, obviously. Right. But which is certainly skin, not what this movie did. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But over time, your skin is going to try and reject it like a like a like a liver transplant. Your body's gonna be like, no, 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 this this shouldn't be here. And it's gonna work hard to remove it. But also, why did he have metal on his face? I don't know. And why is his signature mustache gone? Yeah, what happened to his mustache? When I saw him again, I was like, is that the dad? Because he was older looking, obviously. Didn't have the dark hair, but didn't have the mustache anymore. I was like, why does he not still? But listen, that's a small complaint for an otherwise delightful movie that makes all the sense in the world. We won't have any questions going forward. (laughs) <laughs> i did wonder about the mustache because in the i know we're jumping right into it i know we got things to talk about here but yeah jump right into it's the 1950s right 
And the dad is dressed like he should be slinging boysenberry beer at the Calico Saloon at Knott's Berry Farm. Sure. Which yep. is the 1800s. <laughs> yep. What is happening? Because he runs a ghost town, which is set up from the late 1800s. It, is that the reason? That's the reason. But is it like a a jokey ghost town? No. Like, is it like a tourist I, it's attraction? It's a tourist attraction of a ghost town. And oh, it's because it's named okay. after him. Now, uh, this isn't clear, but I put this together on watch number two because I was like, what is happening? Be, but that's that's why it's called it's named after the dad that it's dad's hellgate like okay the whole, um, okay that makes more sense but in the very beginning i was excited because the actor playing lucas carol trick 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 card trick trick card trick card i think that's exactly how you say it sure it, <laughs> at first i was excited because he was like the the poor man's John Aston from the Adams family. I was like, oh, yeah, is that the guy yeah. from the Adams family? Oh. oh, no, it's not. But he looks very much like that. Yeah, no, he uh he is not from that at all. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks Ryan. Ryan. I, I, I made that deduction myself, <laughs> he is, but he's a South African I, actor, and <laughs> I don't think he does anything else New World related. So we we won't run across old Carol Trichard ever again. Well, you don't Is know. Is it Trichard right? or Tricard? I'm going with Tricard. Tricard. Tri, Trichard. Charted. <laughs> um, but yeah. The T it's, is silent. It's Ricard. It's called Lucas Carlyle's <laughs> Hellgate, and that's the name of the ghost town that he set up. Uh, to back I thought though, it was an actual ghost town. Me too. Well, it becomes that. So it can. I understand why you would be confused because, but at the time, the flashbacks, we'll get into this in a second. The, the flashbacks are very confusing um, in the end. But this movie is directed by William A. Levy. He is the director of Blackenstein and Skate Town USA. Um, and then on that particular movie, that's where he met Murray Langston, a.k.a. the unknown comic. Uh, together, they put oh. together the first draft of Night Vember's Night Patrol, which we discussed yeah. last month. That's this movie until has some night, night, night patrol vibes. It mm-hmm. does. It does. Mm-hmm. That is until Murray Langston met Bill Osco, who ended up producing Night Patrol. Um, but not until Langston had bought out Levy for twenty thousand dollars, as we discussed in our Night Patrol episode. Levy rebounded by directing Mickey Rooney and Lightning the White Stallion and the nineteen ninety one thriller Committed which was the movie he shot right before this, but wasn't released until the 90s. Both of these were shot in South Africa. So he shot Committed and then he rolled into this mm-hmm. one. And I believe it's because of Committed that he even got this job. So imagine who else was going to direct this. I have no idea. Um, this also uh, stars Ron Palillo. I'm known mostly for playing Horshack on Welcome Back, Cotter, yeah. and for enabling Tommy Jarvis to bring Jason back from the dead and Friday Six. <laughs> um, <laughs> a real enabler on that one. And this was his <laughs> his third movie with William Levy because Palillo had actually appeared in Skate Town USA and he had uh, he was in Committed as well. So this was technically his third movie with him. He. He never quite got away from the Horshack reputation. As a matter of fact, he once said in 1994 that the Cotter cast was cursed after the show. 
that they couldn't rebound. Probably the least of that uh, being John Travolta. But everyone else had a hard time sort of shaking off the the sort of uh, big hit that that TV show was. And so he was trying to reinvent himself at the time. He was appearing in a bunch of movies. Uh, he would appear in this very year. Not only was he in Hellgate, but he appeared in the Lorenzo Lamas um, franchise Snake Eater and its uh, the first of its sequels, Snake Eater's Revenge, um, both in 1989. So uh, he was doing his best to try to do anything and uh, try I'll to get you. Nobody serves me anything other than snake. <laughs> How dare you try to slip a chicken finger on my plate? I'm a snake. Eater. I will get my revenge. I'll I eat snake you. only. <laughs> I mean, this movie is evidence enough that he was willing to try anything. Right. Oh, my God. I mean... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I will say he is truly the star of this movie in that, like, literally he has an effect of being like, he's doing some weird stuff, but yet I feel safest with him. Everyone else, I don't know what they're going to do. But this guy. Chuck is the Matt Horshack's Vinnie Barbarino, right? Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. Um, So uh, where you can watch this. Arrow released a Blu-ray in the UK, so it's a it's a UK only release. Um, we watched an out of print DVD, and if all goes well, you might be able to find a copy of this on our YouTube page. Oh, um, there is also now a North American Blu-ray, and by North American, I mean Canada, from a company called Unobstructed View. Unfortunately, I found out about this Blu-ray. Uh, too soon or too close to this recording. So I was not able to, to order one uh, quickly. Of course, it would also have to come from Canada. So I didn't have enough time to actually grab it. Uh, I wish I could uh, because, and probably I will now that even after this episode is over, because this movie is great. Um, it is, it is a spectacle. I will <laughs> say is, that it is. I mean, something. great is a relative term. Yes. Spectacle. Right, I right. don't think anyone would argue against no, whether correct, you like this movie correct. or not. It is a spectacle. It mm-hmm. is. It is something. This movie is something. Uh, but now it's time to talk about what this movie is about. Mark, what is Hellgate about? Um, Hellgate is about. Listen, not all ghosts are trying to haunt you. Sometimes they're just trying to entertain you. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And that's the reality. I, I mean, what are the odds if ghosts exist, which I'm not a believer of, but if they did, they can't all be evil, right? That's right. Some of them are just vaudevillian dancers wanting to <laughs> mm-hmm. get their jig on, right? Hey, we didn't get enough shows. We, we. We, we, Mona Me. We didn't get to do enough shows in our in our regular life, so yeah. now we need to do a few more. I in the don't know afterlife. about you, but when I'm coming back from the dead, the first thing I'm doing is going back to work. Erica, what is this movie about? Oh boy. Well, I I don't disagree with Mark. I I do think he really nailed it, but I also think. This movie is about how difficult it is to tell a scary story. 
You yes. get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends chime yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People need to know where the other friends who aren't there yet is at. It mm-hmm. is tough mm-hmm. to just get a story out these days. People atten- people's attention spans are short, you know, and sometimes you have to embellish the story and you have to, you know, pour wine on a white dress to keep people engaged. Keep, yep. so. keep your audience interested. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, even if you call. have a small crowd, it's sometimes mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah. To the tell smaller, story. the more difficult. Right. Because you've really got to keep those friends engaged. So it's yeah, tough. It is tough. tough stuff. It is tough. Also, when you're in your 20s and someone decides to tell you a ghost story, it's hard to stay engaged because ghost stories mostly suck. <laughs> and you have... You have the curse of experience in life. Well, because all your ghost are like, stories are just ghosts going back to work. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And the point of this story is. Yes. 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 And yes. I mean. Yes. Yes. I just. Yes. We need to throw that in the whole time. I mean. That's that's an evergreen if ever oh, there was perfect. one. That we can use that that's one perfect. all the time. Um yeah, for me, I feel this movie is about people love diners. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> diner lasted and is thriving 30 years later. Yeah. It, it and it hasn't cha- it hasn't had to update its decor. Yeah. It hasn't <laughs> had to change anything. No. Because the 50s were, at that point, back. Yeah. We wanted a 50s yeah. diner. So it just happened that they hadn't changed anything, and it was it perfect. The only thing it added was that pinball machine. Right. <laughs> That's right. Well, and... And that hunky biker-turned-mechanic, <laughs> who I guess after 30 years still looked amazing. Um, yeah. Had kept himself in shape. I mean, bravo. One should always question when you have gray hair on your head, but a brown beard. Right. That's, yeah, it is. It's normally the yeah. other way around, but yeah. sure, whatever. He's dying that beard, dude. Just keeping yeah. that beard Ryan, young. I'm going to buy us some motorcycles because it's the only way we're going to stay young. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how you stay young. Uh, the other thing they added to the diner was 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 Ted's Texas Chili. That's the other <laughs> thing that they added as yeah. well. You got to update that a little yeah. chili. But you didn't have as, people weren't as gaga for chili back in the 50s. But to be fair, chili is timeless. <laughs> It is. Is that the episode quote? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, chili is timeless. It is timeless. (laughs) It's also the t-shirt. The bowl of chili. Bowl of chili. And just as chili is timeless. Little heat coming off the chili bowl. I mean, (laughs) that's going to go off. That's going to fly off the shelves. (laughs) The two notes that I had for what is this movie about, and I went for option B, but option one that I'd written down was the endearing appeal of 1950s diners. Yeah. <gasps> They're both yeah. timely <laughs> and timeless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Really amazing. Really amazing. Let's, that's some real bro doming right there. That's right. Yeah. We. We're putting on a show. Back to work, everybody. We got one night as ghosts. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Let's let's go to the letterbox synopsis. We're Uh on letterbox, so give us a follow there if you can. 
I have not read this, so let's see how this goes. A motorcycle gang kidnaps a young woman, Josie, from a diner and brutally kills her. Point of order. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure they brutally kill her. Really, it's the dad's mistake of throwing that axe to the motorcycle guy, hits him in the brain, and he just kind of moves forward and it knocks her into that brick wall. They both go crashing through. It's the through. brick wall's fault. Right. But both the guy on the motorcycle and her die. Like, it's not like the gang sure. kills her. But anyway. Sure. Many years later, the girl's father finds a magic crystal that can bring the life back to dead objects or yes. make live objects mutate and get weird. <laughs> so there's that. Also, they they found they established a strong command of the powers of the crystal in a very short amount of time. Very short. Yeah. He's the dad instructions. It was like he was born to use this thing. Mm-hmm. He uses well, it. It seemed like he just gripped it and just aimed it. Right. That's so all he did. So the crystal was kind of like a dick. <laughs> well, just grip it and aim it. But you can aim your dick and stuff, and you, it doesn't quite, it's not accurate. You uh, know? Neither was the crystal, so that's fair. <laughs> um, He uses it to reanimate his daughter. He lets her seduce any young man that comes to visit the small town and then kills them. Four young students. Young? Young? <laughs> Uh, students i mean relative to my age yes young students no (laughs) two boys and two girls spend a vacation thank you thank you oh god thank god we got that okay four young students what's the demographics here tell me uh oh more than one of them has short hair let's make sure we clarify the two girls and two boys two boys understand what's happening here my god spend a vacation near the town hellgate they hear oh, about so they were on vacation. Yeah, that was another question. Yeah, they were on a trip. Yeah, yeah, they were on a trip. Yeah, they were on a trip after it was after their finals, and they were yep. going on a little uh, weekend getaway. Yep, just oh, happened wow. to be everybody near. understands the plot of Hellgate, but Erica. Oh, okay, that's fair. I'm settled. Um, <laughs> they hear about the story and get involved. That's how it ends. That's so true, though. What? They hear about it and yeah. get involved. They yeah. hear about the story and they get involved. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. mean, honestly, you could, any anything could work. Anything That's the work. only thing that makes me believe they are young, is that they're like, uh, I've got like half the story and a full tank of gas, I'm in. Like, <laughs> that's a young person's decision. I hear sure. that story and they're like, yeah, and so you just go up the street and I'm like, ooh, there's a trip involved? Ugh, pass. There's no pie? <laughs> oh, wait, I have to share my pie? Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> but also they're missing the part where one of them encounters a ghost question mark. And that's what drives them to go and right. explore right. what's going on. Well, they say because that he lets her seduce any young man it happens to be not a young man, but, 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 uh, an old man. So this girl you picked up, I did not pick her up. <laughs> You know, picking up is going, hey, baby, how about a ride? I didn't do that. I told you, I almost ran her down. So I gave her a ride home. You gave her a ride home? Well, she was in shock. What was I supposed to do? But Horshack himself, and that's who she seduces, and then they try to kill him, but then he gets away, but also then says, let's head back. But let's get into it because talk about telling a story. Um, let's get into how these these difficult these stories are because 
they do get around and start telling stories instantly. They start telling a story. Uh, yeah. And one of the girls starts telling a story. And this is how the story begins just for the audience. I, I would imagine a lot of people haven't seen this movie. So this is how we get into our first story flashback. Or the Hellgate hitchhiker. What? A beautiful young girl wanders the mountain road leading to the old ghost town of Hellgate. There's a ghost town up here? Oh, shit. No, Chuck, be quiet. I haven't heard this one yet. You go on. Well, no shit. it happened a long time ago. Way back in the 50s. <laughs> Way back Way in back. the 50s. <laughs> Way back. That'd be like me being like way back in the 90s. <laughs> Basically. Well, that's sad. Way yeah. back. I would Which, already you know, be out on that ghost story. I'd be right. like, well, I, what, what, I don't uh, want to do 50s. this. I'm going and to bed. Good night, everybody. It's a motorcycle gang called The Strangers, which is funny because later the dad calls everyone like, yells strangers and you're like oh, yep. does he mean the kids or does he actually is that a rallying cry for the people of his little ghost town since they were all the biker gang called the strangers and they're driving the diner to i guess um meet an old man he was eating a hamburger <laughs> he's sitting at the table and they go and sit by him because they kick everybody else out of the diner and which then to reveal to me that this gang essentially has a gang member each from a different decade, basically. Like, yeah. Right. They ran the gamut in terms of age range. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and one of them orders tea and they give him a bunch of shit about it. Yeah. Which yeah. it's, it's, yeah, this is unusual. And, it feels like. And then to like distract was, one guy eats like a glass uh, ashtray. And I don't just I it's like so much is happening. You're like, what is this? And then the young girl named Josie like a, comes in feels... and and she gets some pie for her daddy. She's played by a model named Abigail Wolcott. And what is her only role? She happened, I think they found her in, you know, uh, uh traveling around as a model in South Africa and they got her the the job. Oh, she was and... a traveling model? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I don't think she was from South Africa, so that's why I'm... They were lucky to find her then. (laughs) (laughs) Traveling models are really hard Yeah, they are on the move. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the gang... There goes a traveling model now! (laughs) Get the camera! Shit. They're they're fast. Uh, No one's going to believe that we saw it, but we saw a traveling model. They're fast and lithe. Um, they're um, like carnies, but they come with their own runway. They have oh, it in the back of their oh, Look at that. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> so the gang kidnaps her. The chef walks out with a shotgun. He yeah. shoots one of his own tables full of yeah. dishes as a threat. And the gang walks out with, with Josie. I'm like, mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> he didn't want to do dishes that night. That's what that says <laughs> right, to me. He right, was like, right. the dishwasher's full. We are done. Right. Yeah. These guys, this gang came in and started trouble, kicked all out all the customers. So I shot up the restaurant. <laughs> ah, good job. Good job. This is why I have you behind, you know, that's why I have you in the back making the food. You know how to handle anything. They ride deeper into the town. This is the abandoned town called Lucas Carlisle's Hellgate. And, and that's the town that the father owns. Um, so convenient. They drive into it. And as Mark was mentioning, he's dressed up whatever you'd like. I like he's in a barbershop quartet is what I thought. 
Um, oh, and it's he's so bad. And he and he, as I we were saying, he kills the member of the gang. She runs into a wall. They they die. That's the end of the story, but not quite. And here's our next. How we move and transition to the next part of the story. Buzz was never seen again. And what about the girl? Was she dead? Some say so. Others say she's still up there on Hellgate Road, waiting. Waiting for what? Waiting for unsuspecting drivers, then leading them into a trap. <sighs> Gives me the shivers. <laughs> I wish Matt would get here. <laughs> Does it? One thing the story isn't. What it is is maybe sad, if you were to hear it. What I wouldn't say is like, ooh, I'm scared. Because... None of it is about what we're going to see, which is that she then comes back from the dead, all that stuff. That's scary stuff. What it is, is just like, wow, that seemed like a dangerous gang. And that was a sad outcome. <laughs> but I don't. Well, it's also scary. It, the story doesn't allude to the fact that she would come back from the dead and seek out travelers and lure them into her lair. Right. Like that. that right. The 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 flashback does not allude to that at all. Not at all. So and that would have been a that perfect story to then tell about all that was that her like seducing someone and then killing them. And so now we know that's going to happen once we come across Matt. But that is not what the story is. That is not what we're told. Well, it doesn't align with the ghost coming back from the dead and going back to work. Because her job was daughter and pie gatherer. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. if we're using the logic of when you come back as a ghost, you go back to work. Right. She's, then she should have just appeared at the diner trying to get pie. That's right. And this she is why. She shouldn't be in the street. She should be haunting the diner asking for pie, asking I, unsuspecting diners for pie. And I think this is why the dad is so mean now, 30 years on. Why he's so angry and so hateful of people? He hasn't, he hasn't had a slice of pie in thirty years. She also wanted change to play in the jukebox, and maybe he, that was his change. Like I'm going to give you a dollar, but spend it wisely. Right? And he still wants that dollar back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's pissed about that I, dollar. I, I don't think you guys believe me on that, but it's <laughs> not any more illogical. <laughs> Than the rest of the plot of this movie. That's I'm so just true. Throw that out there. The story, though, if you thought, okay, I guess it's a mysterious woman. Okay, that's what this movie's about. Sure. Nope. Wrong. There's another <laughs> part of the movie because now the story continues, and now the dad is a bit older. I don't have another clip. The dad is a bit older, and he um he walks. He has somebody that is a caretaker for him who walks into the mindset. Now, granted, this is a fake ghost town for tourists to come and see the old West, right? So somebody has a, so in this uh, fake mine, a sign has fallen down. He puts the sign back up and he's attracted this blue light. And I thought, Oh, the blue light, that must be a gate to hell as the title would, would, uh, would also suggest. No, the poster. Yeah. And the poster. Uh, that uh, that that would be all of my Italian movie watching that would lead me to think that this is the gate to hell. Gate to hell does not play any part of this. Not at all. Uh, it's a weird crystal. <laughs> That's the blue light. Uh, a blue crystal that brings back a bat that he beats with a shovel. And this bat is just, oh, oh. 
fantastic. It might be the worst bat I've ever seen. It's, it is uh, straight mm, out of Spirit Halloween. It is, it is terrible. It has two strings. It is so they yeah. move, move both wings. It is so bad. And uh, when when he hits it with a bat, it then flies sort of flutters down because it has somebody manipulating it <laughs> and it flies down to the ground. And I guess that's, you're supposed to know it's dead. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful moment. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so it's a crystal and it's the crystal that he uses to bring the bat back from the dead and also mutate the fish goldfish in the, in, in his, in a bowl. And also this turtle, which then gets mad at him and bites his cheek. <laughs> hey, wait, so, hold on. He reanimates a stuffed turtle. That oh, that's bites true. him in the that's cheek. Right. That, that's right. The goldfish was alive, and he right. it turned into right. a mutant, and right. then exploded out of the fishbowl. Mm-hmm. I just want the listeners who are like, "Tell he, me more, Ryan. He, this well, ghost story is so scary. Tell and, me and more." And for the one person that saw this movie, is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, Ryan, hold. <laughs> Let's get the Am properties I that one of person? this crystal correct." Am I the one person? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three of us that have seen this movie, so you know that there's there's that. There's hope. There's hope left. Uh so so dad brings back his daughter and to help prey on on bikers, right? Uh no. I, uh just anyone. No, anyone. Anybody. Anyone. Anybody. <laughs> anyone. They just want to be left alone. Right. Like a guy wanting to enjoy his pie in peace. He wants to be left alone. I can't blame him for that. I want that Get too. This man a guy pie. who made his living building a tourist attraction for people to come see wants to just be left alone with his dead daughter. Uh, now that's a great plot. And his power crystal. <laughs> I'm down with that. Uh, that's that, that is, is my more retirement or less what plan. this movie is. That's more. <laughs> start looking for those. Get, those, get that crystal. Start finding those mines. Those fake mines, not an actual mine. <laughs> Um, as we said, Matt is played by, um, Ron Palillo and he shows up. Uh, and when he shows up, it's like 15, 20 minutes into the movie. We finally get to our star of the movie and he shows up and it's, uh, it, and he gets seduced by her. And it's just one of the, it's just the beginning of some of the unsexiest sex scenes that you will ever come across in, in, in movies. And it, it is And it's it is not something. just because it's Ron Palillo. It is just a very no. unsexy sex scene. She just tries to like seduce him. She spills wine on herself. Then her dad shows up and tries to shoot him with crystal beams. <laughs> it's just not, As you do as a it's dad. just not. But... This is not that this. It's not like you could look at these two and go, well, "Okay, well, these two just you know didn't quite have chemistry. That's okay, no big deal." Well, it there's other unsexy sex scenes to come because then there's the first couple. Then we cut back to them having sex, sex on the couch. They're uh, I don't know. They're sideways, riding together. On she's the smoking couch. a cigarette. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure how very uncomfortable that act is happening, and she seems very displeased by the whole thing. So. Perhaps because she says that she is displeased. Yeah, by the because whole she thing. constantly mm-hmm. says it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and we're supposed to be like, "Ha ha, he's bad at sex." <laughs> um, but like, yeah. So, but it was just so weird and comfortable, like the movements they were making. And I'm like, okay, that's clearly that's the only the they only uh, that was the only comfortable way they could have pulled off that scene, I guess. But then later, 
it goes the other direction because Matt returns to his girlfriend and then we see him nakedly sitting on her back, <laughs> Oof. giving yeah. her Oof. a massage. And wow. it. Uh... You know, I don't know why I'm rubbing your back. I'm the one who's tense. I'm tense, too. I haven't seen you in a whole day. And then and he has like a gherkin on or something because we keep seeing some sort of pubic hair, but not really. You kept looking. Him. You were trying to oh. see. I was like, you were crushing I need the crotch. some. You're trying to see Ron's Palillo, weren't you? <laughs> you were like Googling how you find a better copy. I need to know. I need to see it. Shit. I need to find that Ray uh. Ryan's talking about so I can see if we get the, the, the full Palillo. So in in addition to see to wanting to see his Palillo, uh, <laughs> she's really sweaty and he's not. Yes, which yeah. is, I mean, look, I don't know a lot about sex, but I feel like if you're <laughs> gonna get sweaty, uh oh, it's a Uh-oh. mutual sweat off. Oh no, we're gonna have to tell oh, no. Mark a few things. <laughs> and it's a safe it's a safe space mark it's okay we can share she's sweaty he's not and then he asked for a second round right and no she she asked for the second round oh she asked for a second round yeah and asked him to assume the position where he goes down on her and this is the first time we get scope (laughs) down scope comedy bit where she crosses her eyes yes this is where it was very like night patrol snuck into this movie right it was like right i also worked on this too we got right we got some comedic (laughs) sensibilities here there were a couple moments where they were like clearly no this is a funny moment and it's moments between the four four young uh friends where they were young four students for young students maybe um, maybe they were getting their phds well <laughs> uh, to be fair matt is getting his masters so uh we do know that so they're not just in regular uh college students but i mean maybe you know he took some time off he went to the workforce i don't know <laughs> who knows yeah he, uh, he did two years of uh peace the the peace, peace corps, corps right came exactly back. And you know, right. saw the world, and then he thought, you know what? I need mm-hmm. to go deeper into my studies. Um, but yeah, uh, there are comedy moments though where they have some actually le- legitimate, I, some more successful than others, but legitimate moments of like comedy where they're trying to like laugh. The fact, the whole runner about him being like, "You're such an asshole," and him just giving him crap and them laughing about it. There are like these moments where they they built in. So there are there is seemingly. You know, William Levy knows a little bit about comedy. I haven't seen tons of his movies, but maybe he he knows. Clearly, Murray Langston thought, okay, you're the guy to write this comedy movie with me. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I haven't seen Skate Town USA. So apparently that's a laugh riot. And the point so, of this story is. <laughs> what an amazing pause. Yes. Um, so as young people would mm-hmm. do, uh, they decide to go back into the ghost town. They find the girl's grave. They walk around town and walk into a theater where they can only find a bunch of old couples dancing. But that doesn't bother them. So they walk around and they find some classic cars mm-hmm. parked nearby. And only yeah. when they start to get chased do they go, huh, 
something's not right in this town. Mm-hmm. What about the old people just dancing? That or didn't throw anybody the ghost, off. Seeing the ghost of Josie and not, and everyone else not seeing Josie, right? That's not right. going to raise suspicion. Well, that just Could raises everyone... suspicion on Matt. Like they're just like, oh, Matt, you're just obsessed with this girl. Could everyone could see the old people dancing? I think so, yeah. Because when they take the point mad. of view shot and you see like you see her walking through the old people and then they cut to a point of nude, view shot. Nude, by the way. She's walking through the old people nude. And they, they cut to the point of nude. view shot. <laughs> nude, hey. Nude, Mark. <laughs> Do you want to crunch that or is this only... <laughs> what happens when you get your naked skin around a bunch of old people awkwardly <laughs> dancing? Does your skin reject <laughs> Does it start to boil up? <laughs> Ooh, old people. It gives me the shivers. I got boils. <laughs> I want to, I, I just want to take two steps back, um, back to that. Sex Are we scene dancing? But be- between Matt and uh, his girlfriend. Sure. So he, you're has obsessed with been... this scene, Mark, but go ahead. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my God. He, Mark's learning been... about sex. Let him have it. Let me have this. <laughs> he, he, he was just at Josie's house. She tries to seduce him. He Josie's leaves dad's house, the, please. <laughs> Josie's dad's house. Well, you know, fair enough. And then he gets to the house and immediately his girlfriend, it's not Pam, which is it Pam? Uh, his girlfriend. You might be right. Uh, immediately yes, seduces him. Yes, it is. Him. It's so, Pam. So the question I had is, and then Chuck and Bobby are the other couple. Yeah is 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 Matt going into that moment with a pre-existing boner from Josie, or mm. is that a new boner that he has to work on? Crunching because that was already boners. subsided. <laughs> Look at Mark crunching the boners, bonage, bone doggers. This is somewhere between Polly Shore and Rob Schneider's SNL <laughs> copy character. Polly Schneider. <laughs> Let's chow down here and munch on some grinding. Oh my god, that, I love that so much. It's so awkward. When anyone tried to do the Poly Shore language, it just sounded it so makes- bad. It sounded except for me, right? No, no, except for you, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that he was still half masked when he got back to the camp where his friends Are we were. Still talking yeah. about he's boners? obsessed with it. Well, this is also Mark. This is this is a young boner. Uh, you mean right? Matt's obsessed so he's, with it? He's, Matt, he's like this is this is young obsessed. boners. So he probably kept that going like the whole drive back. <laughs> God, he didn't have to stroke it or anything. That thing no, just stayed no, going. He just stayed. It just stayed out. He was like. <laughs> How do you know nothing about sex, but everything about driving with a boner? <laughs> you don't have to know about sex there? to know about that, Erica. You can just drive with a boner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're mutually exclusive. If I go exclusive. over too many speed bumps, I get a big boner while driving. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ooh, I want to uncrunch. I don't like this. Oh man, let's not crunch the boners. <laughs> yeah. That is painful. I don't want to that crunch is painful. this anymore. That is painful stuff. You don't want to <laughs> crunch the boners. So did Lucas Carlisle kill the whole town and then bring them all back to life with the crystal? Why is the town dead? Wait, which one's Lucas Carlisle? The dad? So that's the dad. The dad. 
But did he shoot up the whole town? Because all of a sudden the whole town is dead. They cha- they are all being chased through the town. Yeah, I think he killed the whole town, much like he killed his own he killed his own handyman, who found the crystal. Who found the and crystal? He's like, and right. Immediately killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for this crystal. You can't have it. Yeah. I want him to lay claim to it. He yeah, immediately he gets power hungry with that. I think that's the crystal that ruined him. Not yeah. the fact that he even lost his daughter. It's like he just goes mad with that crystal. Yeah. As one does when those crystals, they have a lot of energy. If you if you leave it out too long and it was out there and it's it absorbed all that moonlight. I, yeah, I know my crystals. You know, your crystals. I know crystals as well as Mark knows boners. <laughs> <laughs> That's also we a have, T-shirt. <laughs> we all have our expertise. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, what does he what happens, Mark? What explain what Lucas Carlisle did to the town? Explain it to me. I think Did he, he shoot just all went their on boners? a rampage and Ken <laughs> shot all their boners because they all, it was a horny yeah. ghost town. Very horny ghost town. As any ghost town I imagine would be. They didn't have a good personnel department. And so everyone got really horny because they were just in a ghost town. And mm-hmm. he was like, nope, nope. If you got a boner or you're a little too, little too juicy, you're getting shot by my crystal. <laughs> That's right. Well, they're probably just already naturally horny from being in a ghost town. Right, I mean, I which is one of the guys, horniest places. Like, one of the horniest places. Sexy about saloons and <laughs> yeah. mining for gold. Yeah. Ooh, la, la. Ooh, this town reminds me of an old time that I never experienced myself. Oh man, my boner! Oh no, it's my. It's I have such a hard boner right now. What yeah, am I gonna why do? I had a, that's why I had a membership to Knott's Prairie Farm. It's just right, to get that boner it, going. <laughs> Oh shit! And to look for that crystal, man, in there somewhere. Mark, why is security <laughs> following us everywhere we go? Oh no! <laughs> I have an entourage, Ryan. It's an entourage. No, they're like uh, boner guys back. <laughs> boner guys back. They still admit him in the park. Uh, they still allowed him. Don't the let park, him near but... the petting zoo. <laughs> Back up from the fence, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Oh, God. Hmm. This is the scariest part of not scary farm. This boner guy walking around. <laughs> so when you're getting chased by the entire undead town of zombies, ghosts, who knows? Uh, they do the uh, classic split up, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which I love. And I love that they eventually split up. And that's when the heads start rolling literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really get it going. Then they re what's amazing is three of them then reconvene and then they're like, cool, right. Let's split up again. Cause yes. that worked out yeah. so well the last time. Yeah. And just, you stay here where nothing can go wrong. And that's when we have our impromptu can, can dance. And which is, I mean, favorite scene. I mean, maybe, I mean, it prob- could be, I mean, but there's a scene in between that where, uh chuck sees a uh, opens up a door and there's uh, a zombie question mark ghost question yes mark, a woman yeah who hands who hands him a rose mm-hmm. and then he's staring at her and his girlfriend says chuck she's a zombie chuck she's a zombie right from the from, the from the trailer and the normal parlance of terror you would oh, it would be like they're gonna say Chuck. parlance of ghost towns 
No, I'm just saying she'd be like, Chuck, she's a zombie. Like, holy right, shit, right. it's a zombie. But she's throwing shade at him like, right. you want to fuck a zombie? Yeah, Gross. but joke's on her because then she goes right through the door because she's not a zombie, she's a ghost. Either way, it's very which true. Also, ah, which is funny. Which, why did he didn't right. turn to her and been like, seriously? Right. I know who I want to fuck. She's not a zombie. A she's a ghost. And I want to have sex with a ghost. Thank you very much. Why don't you get off my dick? Because she's just here at work. She's the girl who hands out flowers in this weird room. So yeah. fuck God. off. Ghost, give me a boner. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but what's funny is that... <laughs> Wait, do ghosts think... give you a boner? Hold on. Do yeah, ghosts give sorry. you a boner? I wasn't I just... speaking as the character. Cool. I was speaking as Ryan. Yeah. My boner <laughs> log just has a new line in it. But to be fair, ghosts you only keep give a him log? a boner. Whoa. Everybody, tell keep me a about, log. I everybody, keep, keep a log right mark of about your boners. boners. It's a time and the place. It's like an encyclopedia now of my boners. <laughs> mark at newworldpodcast.com. Let him know about it. And uh, <laughs> but, Mark but with a C. <laughs> that's right. Um, and what's funny is that they have to open up this coffin to reveal her. And then she floats through the door. I'm like, did she honestly needed to be? She could have floated out of that whole coffin, right? I mean, they didn't even need to release No. <laughs> not by the logic well, of Hellgate. Yeah, Hell not, by, oh. not by the logic of, of, of uh, uh, Warlock 2. Just because, or Warlock the Armageddon. Thanks. Thank Just you. Just because you can float or drive, sometimes it's a choice. Sometimes it's a choice. You know, Even though you can fly, it's sometimes it's just more fun yeah, just to a take choice. a road trip. Yeah. Ghosts like yeah, the hard Why way. not? That's right. The hard way. <laughs> oh, man. Wink. <laughs> this conversation has taken a turn towards things we love and things we hate. <laughs> <laughs> ghostly <laughs> all right let's talk about the things we love the things we hated about hellgate mark what's something you loved um the thing i loved is josie's a ghost right sure uh, maybe okay but whether she's a ghost or a zombie she's the laziest ghost of all time a thousand percent she yeah. just lays in bed with her wine-soaked nighty on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saying, Matt, come to me. Yep. Matt, my darling Matt. She does she puts in zero work. And right. yet she's incredibly effective. And it gave me pause and I thought about my she? work day. Hmm. And I thought, am I trying too hard? Maybe I just need to Probably. lay in bed and say, mm-hmm. People do things. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then it'll all just happen. Mm-hmm. Get new business. <laughs> and it'll all just happen. I just have to yeah. manifest. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. My future, because it worked for Josie, Matt yeah. came to her. I don't know if he came on her, but he came to her. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Mm-hmm. No, he, he came in his own jeans. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so you love that she was... An effectively lazy zombie ghost woman. Yes. Extremely effective, yet entirely lazy. Um, All right. Well, then, since we're on things we loved, Erica, what is something you loved? 
I loved all the different walks that all the different zombies had. Oh, they yes. really did have a variety. Yeah, they did have a variety. I was so delighted. You... Each one had a different walk. Some had a real stiff arms and legs, and they walked kind of like, <laughs> like, like robots. And then one walked fast, but he just had straight arms. Like, <laughs> oh no, you so delighted great. in this movie yes. when we watched it. Yeah. And this was your, I mean, uh, December is your, these are your yeah, picks. Yeah, this was my pick. And it was a real, it's a real gem. It's a real diamond in you the, were it's like, a real diamond when in the fi- mine, if you will. When this movie finished, you were like, that was great. It is great. <laughs> I, it is great. Yeah, there are so many things about it that are inconsistent. The inconsistencies are blatant. We've already talked about the mustache, the different walks of the different zombies. One of the zombies gets up from a barber chair and his throat is slashed and he just walks out. He's fully, he's just limber and flexible. Some of them dance. Some of them I dance. There, you don't know to Ryan's point how any of them became zombies. If yeah, the whole town's I don't, cursed. Uh, if Lucas changed them all, one some by of them one with are the, just a head in a in a refrigerator. I don't want my body. Pull yourself together. <sighs> yeah. 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 It's it's this movie is full dream logic. Like it's, for the the majority of it's just like mm-hmm. things just happen because you just start to think of them, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah. And it almost has that logic of like, oh, no, no, no. They should go back into the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should go back into the town. Like when you sort of start instructing yourself about your own dream. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, we should go and explore that. And then things kind of go weird. And you're like, no, no, no. We should get out of that. Let's go back to that house. Like it has. Mm-hmm. That sort of like, I don't know why these things are happening, but we're just doing it. Mm-hmm. They don't have any real logical thing per se for us mm-hmm. to do. Like, why don't you just leave the town entirely? They keep they not wanting stop to leave. You. They, yeah, I don't. There's nothing but cars everywhere with keys in them. I don't. Right. Grab I, any, any Take car. any car. Any, and there's 30 getaway cars. They're right there. I know that all the lights yeah. turned on and that scared them, but like. Was anyone in them? I, I don't know. Anyway. It, and for a minute, just, they do entertain stealing the cars. They do. And then yeah. they and then don't. They're like, no, 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 no. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's of got all so the much- choices they make. That's the weakest choice. Yeah. Speaking of things we love, they're also, when they split up the second time and they leave uh, uh, one of the girls uh, alone to enjoy the. What's her name again? It's. Bobby, I believe, is her name. Bobby. Uh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby. We'll go with it. Yeah, and, it's Bobby. And she, before they leave, Pam goes, don't drink. Yeah. And then, like, the <laughs> second she walks away, Bobby starts drinking. And that's another one of those comedy moments that I'm like, they, that's, I mean, they knew what they were doing. But that was very funny, I thought. Uh, there's so many amazing things in this movie. It's hard for me to pair. There's a ton. That helicopter shot, they have one big helicopter shot in this movie, which had to be super expensive, especially in 1988. Sure. When the bikers are entering Hellgate and they have a helicopter tracking them as they drive in on their motorcycles. Like that shot is awesome. But also, I don't know, it 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 was great because it's early on and you start going, okay. Mm What's this movie going to do? Mm-hmm. I love the bat, as we talked about. I love mm-hmm. the goldfish. 
The oh, mutated goldfish, so amazing. Oh, the yeah. turtle so good. biting him on the cheek. I was like, oh my god. And yeah. I, you know, I wanted to play this. And the sound of the turtle. I didn't know a turtle oh. sound that way. <laughs> yeah, Erica was like, "Is that a turtle <laughs> sound?" <laughs> I was like, is that the noise turtles make? <laughs> um, I was like, no, but that is the sound my boner makes. <laughs> Put it in the log, Mark. Um, the there's, there's I just only record my own boners, Ryan. Boners? <laughs> it's just my own boners. It's my boner journal, not your oh, boner my. journal. Okay. Oh. What happens to the dad in Night Zoo if he gets a boner with that oh, tuck that no. he had? No, <laughs> no. Oh, we're still talking about Night Zoo. Um, there's so many things I loved about this movie. Seriously, I, I thought this movie was, was just uh, uh, so entertaining. It is such a wild movie. And I honestly, the second time through, I was like, okay, no. I mean, the first time I was like, what? This is wild. The second time through, I was like, this, I still don't really have a deeper understanding of this other than I think I figured out what, hellgate is but other than that this movie still is baffling in many ways and yet has like a hand on the rail enough to like make some legitimate jokes Mm -hmm. and you know the acting isn't totally terrible but the script has some of those moments like we've showed like oh my god i'm so frightened like it's just It's not, (laughs) it just is this wonderful confluence of everyone trying to do their best and having the wildest story that they have to pull off. And, uh, yeah, I just was delighted by it. I, you know, so there's not, you know, I could go on and on, but Mm -hmm. we'll move on to things we hated. Mark, is there anything you hated? So I have a couple things that I hated. And when I say that I hated them, I also really loved them, but (laughs) right. Right. So, one, it's a nitpick. Sure. Why? So, Chuck and Matt both drive convertible cars. Chuck has a Jeep. Matt has a a Mercedes 500 SL. Both convertible. I'll take your word for it. I'm, I'm sure you're right. And even with copious amounts of thunder and lightning, they don't right. put the tops up? They don't put the top up. Nope. That, that's that's just poor planning. But I still <laughs> found that endearing. But I think right. the thing that I hated the most. They're from L.A., this baby. A, this, yeah, they're like, lightning doesn't. That's yeah, not going to happen. That's a, um, a little lightning doesn't mean there's going to be rain. Not in L.A. <laughs> the thing that I hated the most, which is, again, a nitpick. It's small. Is that Josie's dad drives an old car. And he does a lot of driving, too much driving. Like at at one point, he's at the house, he cuts the phone wires, but then he goes back down to the town to kill Bobby, who's watching the vaudevillian dancers, but then drives back up. I'm like, that is too many miles to put on this car. That's right. It's a classic car. That's not what I hate. What are you doing? But he pulls up to the house when Matt is having his second round of Bonerville with Josie. And yeah, round two. Round two. He's got a personalized license plate. He's the second person with a personalized license plate because Matt had, was it Hero on his license plate? And then Lucas, the dad, has Josie on his license plate. Two oh. bad signs. 
<laughs> but he pulls up and he's got Josie on the license plate, old car, but it has the gold over blue California license plate. That license plate didn't come out till 1969. So mm. when they found the old cars, they said that they were registered in 1968. So does that mean that his that Josie's dad bought a car in 1969? Because otherwise he'd have the gold over black license plate. And that oh. really confounded me. Wow. Mark crunched some license plates. After he murdered the whole town. <laughs> right, right. The right. next he still year, went to the DMV. He bought a new car. <laughs> Yeah, and right. got a new yeah. license plate. That's right. Yeah. I feel like there's a story in between this story and the bikers coming in the 1950s. And I want that movie to be made. There's so many stories. The kids will tell them. They're not going to tell them very effectively. It's going to be very confusing, but they will tell them. And the point of this story is... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Um, Things we hated. Uh, Erica, did you hate anything? I don't think I did. I can't think of anything that I hated other than, and this isn't something that I hated, but how does Josie die? (laughs) Does she die because she's pushed through a brick wall? Yeah, and she's maybe crushed by the bricks? Crushed by bricks? I don't know. But then that's the question of whether or not she's died is up up for grabs. But clearly she did die because he, he he creates this whole... sarcophagus for her and then brings her back to life i but i don't yeah i guess being pushed look i can't imagine like being pushed through a brick wall feels very good um i want to think i might live through that to some i don't think a motorcycle has the power to push you through a brick wall and isn't those wall like isn't it it's like a fake town right so are the are those the most well that's my that's my thing now that you've confirmed what's the masonry me, like on yeah, this brick well, that, wall confirm for me that it's not a real town right, it's right. like a pop-up ghost town shouldn't you be fine <laughs> like yeah i mean i don't there wasn't a very horrific no matter what it wasn't really that it's more circumstantial her death than it is horrific it's more like oh that's a oh, that's an unfortunate confluence of events yeah. and certainly sad that the gang picked grabbed her and kidnapped her but then the dad kind of found out i mean just like oh and then i guess she's dead and i guess he feels guilty but then he brings her back i it's you're filling in a lot of the blanks let's just say that this movie does not give you it gives you just a light amount of context and goes figure out Mm -hmm. the rest so i guess if anything that's that i hated it's that it's that it's a little for me it was a little also that's not I don't. That's hate not a, that. that yeah, that's it. not a. Yeah, that's not a lot. And I don't have a lot either. The only thing for me was like, there's a lot of overdubbing in this. Yeah, there. Yeah, was. but there was. in a way, was it started favorite. to take. It was especially in the beginning, and I wondered, particularly Bobby uh, is overdubbed a lot, but that's in the beginning because they shot this in South Africa. They almost cast M. Beth Davids in this role, apparently. But they didn't think they could. She could do a very good American accent, so I thought, oh, maybe they overdubbed this a little bit because the South African actors weren't doing an effective American accent or something. But I just think it was probably like the sound didn't come in very well, and so they had to, you know, overdub it. 
but it almost gave it a sort of like Italian giallo quality, which in the end I was like, oh man, it's really a lot of overdubbing, but I kind of got into it then. So it's not really much of a complaint um, because I kind of enjoyed that. Then it felt like, oh, and it's also very strange, like a giallo or an Italian horror film might be. So I kind of like started to fit. So, but that's all I could think of when when it came to anything I didn't like about this movie. Which, believe me, you may watch this movie and go, what are they talking about? There's a lot to hate. You know, mileage may vary, everyone. (laughs) Mileage may vary. But for me, I didn't have a whole lot to complain about with this movie because I liked it. Uh, Let's go to our favorite scene. And if you can think of a single scene to make it your favorite, that's a tough one for me, but let's go to you, Mark. What's your favorite scene? Um, I think my, f- oh, boy, my favorite scene is when they all go into the graveyard because one, we once again hear for, I think the fourth or fifth time, a werewolf that never appears in this movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Two. <sighs> Chuck is shocked at the state of a graveyard, which it's no different than any other graveyard, but it's right. like he's never been to a graveyard before. First time. And, th- and, and three, the stories that are on the tombstones are awkwardly verbose. Like mm-hmm. and, and Josie's tombstone says, and she was killed by the strangers. Why would you put that on anyone's tombstone? This is your <laughs> beloved. You would never include that. And then one of the right. other tombstones Strangers is, gotta, they got to know. Is some of them found gold and some of them didn't. Why would you mm-hmm. write that mm-hmm. on your dead relative's tombstone? Yeah, there's, there's, losers, found- there's new losers buried here. Well, to that point... <laughs> Was that like a, this is a tourist attraction, ghost town, like funny tombstone? Oh. Like, oh, here lies, you're right. You know? Yeah. Here lies here Fred lies... and died in bed. Kind of right, like right, silly, right. like yeah. jokey gravestones. Because I only say that because then like her gravestone was like her on top of it. And she had like big boobies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like yeah. the stone replica of her had like big boobies and she was laying down and they were like yeah chuck like grabs them yeah at one and point so, so maybe it was like a good old chuck so it's like one of chuck those joke like he smoked cemetery? and so he croaked yeah one of those right. oh That's you're right, right. you're right. right you're right this That's... is just like Knott's Berry farm <laughs> erica what would be your favorite scene also the song when josie first seduces matt I really can't do this. I'm so, I'm so, I'm I'm sorry. 
Is that oh, song, is yes. that like, does that have no licensing? Oh, I forgot, oh to, God, I yes. forgot to mention that in Things We Loved. Oh. That's such a good call out. That oh song. Oh my God. I it was, was like, hilarious. Holy shit. Like, I, I was would like, have... the sexy song to seduce somebody to. <laughs> it made it, it just as, it made it even more awkward. It was like, what is happening right. here? <laughs> Um, but Erica, what was your favorite scene? Gosh, it's a tough call. There's it's so t- it's many really hard. good scenes. Really hard. Uh, it's tough to decide, but I think my favorite scene would be when Pam goes back to Josie's house to rescue Matt. Uh-huh. And and busts into the bedroom and says the line, you know, from the from the trailer where she's like, back off, you zombie bitch, or something right, like that. Right, right just it's so hilarious because she yeah. seems her infatuation or love or care for matter whatever really runs the gamut through this movie of being like <laughs> yes annoyed to friends to lovers to old married couple like their relationship yeah. is very odd and then they're like and at one point she's like Let's have more sex. I, it's been a whole day since I've seen you. Yeah. You know, and then she's trying to feed him pie. Like their whole relationship is very odd. Yeah. So for that, for her to bust in there and be like, I'm going to save you. This is Matt. This is my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where she was like, you never told me you came to this house. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. She goes all. It was just. She's written to be all over the place. Oh, but but arguably, great. according to her facial expression, that guy can eat some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Sorry. Whoa. 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 I'm just um, saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. The favorite scene for me is hard. I wrote like down like maybe everything once they split up. Because, <laughs> because Oh, God. I mean, so true. It it goes so many places at that point. But I'll just I won't even pick a scene, but a small moment I picked up in my second watch where like when uh, sadly it's spoiler here, when Chuck gets his head chopped off, his body runs down the street for a second. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It is amazing it's amazing and it's and it's like a two second scene and you're like wait what yeah did, it happens did he for a split off? second and you would and you might miss it the first time through i did yeah but like yeah it's incredible and it's this movie might be filled it's probably filled with these little gems so when i watch it again uh you know i'll be like oh here's something else i didn't see but like there's so many good scenes in this so many amazing moments but that was just one that that uh that stuck with me so let's go on to final questions here are our final Ooh, questions for get loose. Hellgate. Stretch. All right. If a waitress in a restaurant walked by and wiped her finger down your cheek, how would you react? <laughs> I would be horrified because yes. I don't like for people to touch my face. Yeah. So I would be, I'd probably throw up. Yeah. The waitress in this was a little too loosey goosey with the clientele. Yeah. Mark, how would you I- react? I, I, well, first of all, I'd have a boner, but for sure. Second of all, <laughs> well, that before or after? I mean, I would say before. Depends right? on I, what happened before, because right. sometimes I get carryover boners, just like horse. <laughs> oh. But oh, no. um, <laughs> I have a follow-up question: If 
if a waitress also served your food wearing gloves, and I'm uh, not talking surgical or latex right. gloves, but just gloves, fabric gloves, fashion gloves, mm-hmm. right? Would you be okay with that? Question mark. Well, it would. I'd feel better, maybe slightly better about it if her, food, if her thumb was in the food. Her thumbs in the soup. <laughs> I gotta keep it in. My doctor said I gotta keep it warm. <laughs> I just don't know that cotton gloves are a great way to serve no, food. No, no, it's not. It's gonna yeah pick up a lot of those germs. But great for that cheek rub. Um, why does UCLA grad school run so late? I don't know. I'm not young, nor am I a student, so I can't. I don't. I'm yeah. I've aged out of because it always runs this. late. It always runs yeah, late, guys. Always, always. Well, there's a lot to learn, you know. <laughs> Maybe they were taking an, a, like an executive MBA, so it's at night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Going to throw that out there. Something That's to consider. Good I mean, looking at their ages, it it tracks. Yeah. This. <laughs> The way they some of them look, this might be career two that they're trying to get. Mm. <laughs> right, exactly. we're going back to school. Are you sure? At your age, <laughs> um, Erica came up with this question: If everyone's dead in this town, who is preserving the cars? Because <laughs> they were in really good shape. Some they of them were. weren't even dirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it Lucas? I mean, you, is he doing? Yeah, it? my guess would be the I dad. Think it's Lucas. Yeah, it's the dad. He's got a yeah. he's got a thing for cars. This is his collection now. But I in so, my but yeah. also I I kind of hope it's Josie. Like I hope that that's no. something oh, like maybe. he gives. A, she can't fucking get out of bed. She is in bed all the time. She's yeah, not, she's, she's tired not washing from taking those cars. care of those cars all day. But I kind of hope that like the two of them like it's something. <laughs> He's always That's why she's like, Matt, you look like you could fix cars up, Matt. Need somebody to take over these Matt, cars, Matt. Matt My dad wants dude. me to detail these Matt. old cars, Matt. Can you do it? Matt. Do you have any armor all in your trunk, Matt? <laughs> Matt, go to the store and get some turtle wax, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Can you imagine the movie isn't her seducing him with those things? It's all chores. Like that's why she was trying to seduce him so she could cut down on her chore detail. She was trying to kill him. Wine on herself so that she could have him do the laundry. She was trying to kill him, bring him back to life, and then he could do all her chores. She was like, "I am sick of detailing these cars." She was like, "My father killed his assistant years ago after my death, and uh, it's been a nightmare ever since." He has no one to. No one. I have to go around and kill all the bats with a shovel. I have to hang up the sign in the mine. <laughs> oh God! Um, did you guys realize that being choked by a rope would make you bleed that much? <laughs> Mark, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't want to know if Mark knows that or not. Don't answer. Don't answer. Does your skin reject the rope and you just start bleeding? <laughs> um. It was the weakest kill of the entire movie. For sure. For sure. For sure. So, no, I had, I, it's this one of movie, those. That, this movie's a little light on kills. I don't, I didn't look at this movie for the kills. <laughs> it is heavy on weird and light on kills. <laughs> but the right, weird but was. By, by the time she dies by a rope choke. Yeah. I was. <sighs> you're willing to accept anything at that point in the movie, right? Like. 
Well, at that point, they, she's been dazzled by a impromptu can-can uh, performance for a while. And at this point, you're like, anything goes. It, it did. It almost felt like a slight letdown from the fact that you had had this crazy, uh, you know, can-can. And then it seemed to be like, oh, she just gets choked by a rope. It just felt like, oh, well, okay. Because it just felt like at this moment, anything can happen or this happens. Mm-hmm. But it also, she really bled out with that choking to the rope. It's kind of unusual. All right, finally, um, can we settle this? Are they zombies or ghosts? Mm. Are they both? Are they zombies that turn into ghosts or ghosts that turn into zombies? I felt like they were ghosts, but... Because I was like, could this this have been... Could we maybe have missed out on this and this could have been August? An August selection? Oh, crap. I'm going to go or are Erica. they zombies? I think I think they were ghosts. I we think saw, they were ghosts. We saw too many ghost activity activities. Well, and remember they appeared. And zombies yeah. generally are like around. Yeah, they're always all around. The time. They don't have like appear right. and disappear capable capable Oh no. But capable, some of the Hold on, let her work it out. Capable let her capable bapple dap. Capable bapple bips capabilities there you go you got it they also have a lot of capple bapple bits <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of the quote-unquote ghosts do come out of the graveyard in which right, those right. would be zombies so it's a little bit of a mix is it maybe here's the thing i think it is an inclusive ghost town that <laughs> yes. doesn't discriminate as to whether you're a ghost or a zombie you're, if mm. you're of the dead, mm. you're in. Finally, finally, an inclusive ghost town. All right, here's a, some brief research. There's not a lot on this movie. And like I said, I was not able to get the Blu-ray where there are interviews with the director and other things. So unfortunately, um, I didn't get a lot of information about this movie. But I know that it was shot in South Africa somewhere in 1988. Uh, I did go to tons of traveling models just roaming around, ro- roaming around, waiting to be hired. <laughs> traveling models. Um, will uh, I did go to a uh, William Levy's um Facebook page wherein he did have a post from 2016 about the movie, um, where he talks about how he goes to South Africa and he had written a book about apartheid and then he was offered the movie Hellgate. It was a reanimated live action horror movie about zombies and the undead. Okay. So Mark is correct. Oh, that's, yeah, that's both. Yeah, for sure. He brought back Ron Palillo to star. The production budget for this film was $4 million. What? What? Wow. What? With a shooting schedule of seven weeks. Wow. Wow. I, hmm. That paid that's, for all those helicopter shots. Again, yeah, that stuff's not cheap. Yeah. Like, they had to have some money. Lots of special effects were used, along with production cameras and equipment such as helicopters and a dozen Harley-David motorcycles. No, not those sure they aren't had a cheap. dozen, but maybe they well, needed they might, a they dozen. They had to crash a couple, so yeah, they probably had right. a couple backups. Yeah, yeah. they did. The movie was just released on Blu-ray disc in the UK and was the largest selling DVD in the UK when it was released. It was a big hit Hmm. in the UK. Now, that's technically where New World released this movie because 
This is 1989, shot in 1988. By 1989, New World is no longer releasing things uh, theatrically. They're basically selling the company at this point. And so they release it on video in 1989 in the UK, where I found at least one uh, (laughs) newspaper from the Merseyside section of England where it was in the top 10. Wow. No The video kidding. top 10. Well deserved. Uh, right? Actually, it's technically tied with Return of the Musketeers and Without a Clue, but just behind Fletch Lives. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Skin Deep. Uh, but in the top 10, at least in the UK. So that's where they released it in the US. It comes out on video in 1990 and then is released by Vidmark. Vidmark who also released Warlock and the subsequent mm-hmm. Warlock sequels. So, and we just talked about Warlock the Armageddon as our first episode in December. So that is what where they release it. So uh, it's technically also, some of the posters will say New World International, which is also an entity that sort of still continues on a little bit into the 1990s as they do release things more into internationally but they can't release video in the U S anymore. And they're not releasing theatrically anymore. At this point, uh, new world is sort of shifts into mostly television or new world international at that point in time. So, um, so that's where this ends up and this is, but I, I don't know if new world intended to make this movie. I don't think so, but they did pick a lot of movies from this particular uh, producer. So one of the producers on this uh, on this film was a South African producer named Anant Singh. And he had produced a bunch of movies that New World actually legitimately put, uh, put out. In fact, um, I think in theaters, they, they put out a movie called A Place for Weeping, which is in 1986, which is a movie we will eventually get to. Sounds like a fun one. And a tenth of a second, and they it's not a fun one. Um, but, you know, oddly enough, Hellgate seemed like a place for weeping, too. So who knows? Is it the fun of Hellgate? I don't know. And there's a couple other ones that they also put out. Death Force, which is New World Video put out. Um, so they he eventually also produces American Kickboxer. Uh, not for New World, but in general. So he has got a long list of stuff. But a lot of the stuff he produced gets released at least uh, on new world video so they obviously had some kind of contact in terms of acquisitions from south africa and he's a a longtime producer of south african films so i don't know if they intended this one to put out on on in theaters or not but um or maybe this was just one they picked up for video and then everything fell apart i'm not sure but i'm so glad that it's just snuck in Mm -hmm. To legit new world status. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is a real gem. And I know that a lot of people that watch this or who have seen it may disagree. And so it might be some Stockholm syndrome for us. <laughs> and I'm willing to accept that. And I'm not really making a joke, but to me, this was just fun. It was, this was stupid. Like- yeah. It was just fun. This was like zombie nightmare kind of style fun for for me that we like this movie is just wild. It goes a lot of places. 
the guy that's the the guy that spent three quarters of the movie uh sharpening knives i believed that he was really sharpening those knives and then he jumps up on the hood of that car and screams and then gets shot by the by the by the crystal (laughs) but does he die i don't know what that means i don't know mutate into a giant fish and explode i don't know or turn into a turtle (laughs) concrete wall so brick wall brick wall i don't know it's it's yeah uh, it's a mystery this movie is just i don't know you'll you can watch it and a bunch of times and you still won't have it figured out and that's the the beauty of this movie so you know uh that's it that is it for hellgate we entered the hellgate and we came out changed for the best (laughs) because this queefed oh don't you think yeah uh yeah this one gets a this one gets a three queefs from us um we hope you enjoyed this episode try queef queef. (laughs) trip queef um so please you know if you enjoy this episode queefuses wait right hold on (laughs) never mind Mm, nope (laughs) if you enjoyed this episode then you're gonna want to stick around for more december episodes we got a couple more episodes to put out this month you can find all of our episodes at our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. There you can find our episodes, our t-shirts. Buy a t-shirt. We don't have a Patreon, but you can support us by buying a t-shirt. Lots of new designs. We have new designs up this very month. Perfect time for the holidays. And uh, so buy a t-shirt if you can, or just tell somebody about the show. Spread the word. Get people to listen as we go through all these New World movies. We'd love to have you around, and we'll see you next time at the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody. Darling Matt, we can be together forever and ever.